0: Welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Who? The the number one uh, number one podcast in all of Buo Nation. Uh, th- this week, I'm joined by Super Producer Riley. Hey, what's up, guys? That's the only time you're ever going to get called Super Producer, so enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> by Mr. Benjamin Turner, who's probably bicycling yeah, and- at the speed of sound.
1: Uh, no, it's just
0: Miles. Miles wants to join the podcast domain. Okay, okay. Uh, Mr. Ryan LeGrand. Who, what's up? I'm not, I'm not sure, really, the grand, but, you know, whatever. How you, know, you do you? And by, you know, probably, like, what's he at Three teams of the week so far in, like, four games this season? Uh, Mr. Hello, uh, Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's uh, it's rare that we we, we get uh, defenders on that are willing to talk. Um, no, <laughs> you, you. I'm sure you heard Dalton, and we're we're gonna give him a lot of crap in the future. Uh, but you know, uh, So you, you're obviously just coming back from a from a road trip, but I feel like they're. There are a few uh, a few important things happening in in uh, in your work. Well, in your alma mater's world, um, apparently they just won a national championship.
2: Is that that true? Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> what
1: were you doing uh, on Monday, Monday night?
2: On Monday night, I was watching it with some of the boys. So. Um, I had a bet with Austin, because <laughs> obviously his school is Indiana, so we got a bet going on. If Marshall wins, he's going to wear a Marshall gear like a hat for a week, and if Indiana wins, I also get to like wear Indiana gear for a week. So I was watching with Austin, and then, yeah, we got the win, our first national title. In the second year we've been to the tournament, that's pretty awesome, so go ahead we are Marshall <laughs> yeah so so how's uh, how's Austin looking that hat he doesn't look too happy wearing that even though he looks good <laughs>
3: that's awesome awesome so the
1: coaches, uh if i recall from our interview uh, that chris recruited you from africa right
2: yeah he did what a what was his involvement with Rising Stars? Um, so, before he came, I think he he's, he uh, he's been speaking to the owner or like the academy manager. So he came over to Ghana, trained us a couple of days, saw some games, and then he decided I had to take the SCT so I can join him at UC, which I did. So, and after he's been helping like which are helping Rising Star with like donations from UC and other stuff because he donated like a jersey, a UC jersey to the academy and stuff like that. So he's been helping out basically. And he he still does when he moved to Marshall. He went back there, gave them some gear and still donated like, I don't know what, but I think he made a donation to them again. He's been pretty involved with the program, which is nice.
0: It's it's definitely great to hear um like that that uh coach who just won the national tournament is so so interested in developing soccer in Ghana which Ghana has a fantastic soccer tradition and you you coming over here Paying definitely off for helping us here
1: up. in Omaha right now yeah, I
0: I'm 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 good <laughs> with that if he if he wants to keep uh <laughs> keep helping out with the rising stars and uh, uh bring some more more guys over here to to play for Union Omaha eventually I I'm for it
2: uh, I I won't argue. Yeah, I think I I think was going to happen. I think that'd be awesome. Get. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're we're just going to become a a
0: Black Stars uh training program. You know, the entire Ghana national team could have gone through Omaha.
3: I I wouldn't hate that ever.
0: No. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Sounds yeah. amazing. Uh,
3: <laughs> I, th- I think what was really impressive. Big Michael, too... big
1: Michael Essien fan.
3: Hey, yeah. right here. I think what was uh, was really cool, too, about Marshall's run was they beat uh, three national seeds on the way to the title. Um, you know, I mean, that's for, I think, while did you say that's their second year ever in
2: the tournament? Yeah. yeah that's amazing. So you the, the you were part time, of the first tournament yeah. team, right? Yeah. And then we lost in the three sixteen 16, and then because of COVID, the season pushed, was pushed into the spring, and then they won you like right after that. So that's crazy. That's impressive.
1: Yeah, that's really so crazy. I got I got two tough questions for you, Al. One, was your team better than this team?
2: Ooh. Hey.
1: <laughs>
2: that's a tough question. I mean they added like um, a goalie and one new center box, so but I'll say, yeah, our team was better, but obviously we didn't win it. And these guys win it. Because they brought like back eight starters from last year. Or se- no, seven starters so basically they still had the whole team. So but basically, you taught them everything they know. Eh, maybe <laughs> I'll say maybe. <laughs> but I don't want to take the credit. They did an amazing job beating like some of the top teams in the country. So I think they deserve it. They really played well this tournament. I was following every game and everything. So, all okay, credits go to the boys. I'm not sure. And Chris Grassi, obviously. I'm happy for them. That's awesome.
1: Would you trade your currently very successful professional career mm-hmm. to go back and be able to have played in the national championship game this week?
2: Change like, the game?
1: Well, yeah, like uh, you were out of eligibility, right? So it's not like this is a real question, but you know, would you would you rather last year or a national championship run?
2: I mean, if we go to play the final, then maybe I'll take the final over the national championship. But since we didn't get to play, maybe I'll go back and play for the national championship. That's
1: fair enough. All right, th- oh. those are my tough questions.
0: That's all I got. Uh, well, we're we're extremely happy that y- your alma mater did that. Um, sorry, Austin. I-, I know you're an avid listener. We had to side with the law on this one. Oh.
1: Yeah, you gotta root for, gotta root for the the new boys on the block.
0: Exactly. Yeah, one hundred
4: percent. We were all Marshall on Monday night. <laughs>
2: Sorry, well, you're doing a good job of using there. your one
1: unmute per episode.
0: <laughs> uh, but I, I want to bring it back a, a little bit more locally for for uh, well, at community college. Uh, Iowa Western just won the Region 11 championship.
1: Hey, and Luke, what does that mean? Tell us what that means,
0: Luke. <laughs> uh, so we, we beat everybody in Iowa, basically. Uh, uh, but the the record is just stupid. Um, currently, I believe Iowa Western still ranks number one in the nation for junior college. I believe that's accurate.
4: As as the, as the as the only alma mater in in on this podcast right now, yes.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's alumni. Uh, the school is your alma mater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he failed he failed on his second I'm mute <laughs> yeah uh, but 12 wins or one draw no losses uh, for the season and, and, and
3: how about that goal record though
0: well oh, 80 goals for three conceded <laughs> three
3: three, <laughs> <So> three.
1: <disastrous. laughs> like, right, and we went to a game how many we goals did, did they score when we were there? 11. I think they scored 11 that when I left. 11. It
0: was 11. They've, they've won a game 17 0 this season. Well, they the next game, the day after, they played a game immediately the day after in, I think it was Dubuque, um, that we went and watched, and they won 13 to 0. Yeah. It's like, it's preposterous. Yeah. Um, just further highlighting the fantastic talent available in the area. Um, all of those games are free that they, uh, during their regular season um, and usually at like one o'clock on a Friday afternoon. So most people aren't going to them, but definitely, definitely worth a a, a look. If you, uh, if you have some time, uh, keep an eye out for their schedule. Cause that's a program that has a lot of, a lot of potential. Um, and I think,
4: um, um, and I just wanted to say quickly that, um, you know, when I was there, uh, the head coach was Jordan Carver, um, and he was building a fantastic program year after year, there was improvement. Um, and I think the, since, you know, he, he departed and Mike Brown came in, um, they've only... Continued that improvement, um, and there's been a lot, a lot, a lot of ballers who have came through that program. Um, so it's not so surprising to me, as someone who watched them play a lot, to to hear things like what you guys were just talking about.
1: You guys want to know who my hot tip recruit is for next year? For
3: him? i well, tell you uh, all, well so you can tell Jay. Uh,
1: no, no, I think uh, I think we're gonna see Elvier. There, uh, if he. Uh, eh, eh. Anyway,
0: just put uh, that out there. Yeah. It' not required for the eligibility. You can go pro and then play JUCO. So, um, yes. but Saturday and Monday, I believe uh, they'll be having home games at Iowa Western, um, mm-hmm. starting their Midwest District tournament um, for for the spring. So, again, free games a little bit more stakes, um, a little bit tougher teams, but should be a lot of fun.
3: So if they win that tournament, does that put them into the JUCO National Championship tournament?
0: Yep. uh, Which, hopefully, they stay number one seed and can get out of the the slugging stage. But, no. Go Reavers. Go Uh, Reavers.
1: All right. Go reavers!
4: Oh, by the way, to yes. our to our listeners, a reaver is a river pirate.
3: Thanks for clarifying that. Hey, man. That, that
4: question <laughs> yeah. gets asked a lot. That question gets man, asked a lot. Yeah, I, did. I
3: didn't know what that was. So that was see, it. thank you, Alal. <laughs> El- Alaw, coming up clutch like always. <laughs>
1: <laughs> another another timely intervention from
3: Alal.
0: <laughs> well, uh, let, let's let's get down to brass tacks. Um, we went and had a little bit of a tea party up there in Boston uh, against the Baby Revs. Mm. Luke,
1: first things first, what did your parents think?
0: Uh, my my parents enjoyed it. First ever Union Omaha game in a you know eighty thousand person stadium with like fifty people in it. Uh,
1: <laughs> I believe I believe the official number was one hundred fifty.
0: I mean let's let's run through some highlights from this match. Ben, what you got?
1: Oh, you know I, I think for me, what I will remember about this game uh, uh, obviously the assist and the goal, but let's not start you know with that um, I, I think what will stand out for me for this game is just how much we were um, forced to have, possess the ball and try and score. Um, you know, our game is let the other team possess the ball and we strike on the counter And, um, I really thought we did very well. We created just an outrageous number of chances, uh, in that game. And, you know, we, we struggled to break through and it, it did take the counterattack for us to break through, but I, I was really, I was impressed that we could play a different style and still look as good as we did.
3: Yeah. I, um, yeah we have a, a team of the week member from this uh, match on on the pod with us but um, I, I think also it was just impressive we continued I mean obviously it ended with Greenville we'll get to that but we we had this was our third straight shutout we we had that going a oh, wow. what uh what things were you guys doing what what's been working or clicking that has uh, has kept it up this season so far and only giving up one goal in four games.
2: Yeah, I think um we just picked it up from where we stopped last season, getting at the end of the season. So and it's just I think we have experience now from last year. Because last year I think uh me, Dami and Jake in the back line were like rookies, so we still had to figure out the league and how other teams play and just learn, but now I think we have enough experience to be able to, to maybe communicate better. And we know each other now better. I know what Dami wants to do, like what well, he's good at, he's trying his weaknesses. He knows mine too. So it's just a better understanding of ourselves and our opponents, I, f- I guess. And obviously, Jay is a good guy on like, defense and like he takes a lot of pride in keeping shutouts. So that also helps us in, he helps us in training and everything. So I feel like overall, it's just... We know each other better now, and we also understand what our opening are going to do. So I think experience and knowing each other more is helping us now this season. So hopefully we keep it going.
3: I will say I've said it a few times on the pod. You can tell this season there's kind of that un- unspoken thing between the back line because you guys do have that familiarity with each other. That you you don't you know I mean obviously you talk to each other, but there's also things where you can tell you know where somebody's going to be. You know, so you know you can step out because somebody's back there covering you, that type of stuff. So it definitely shows even when we're watching from the stands.
2: Yeah. It's all about chemistry. like, And we we pride ourselves a lot on, like, especially that it's also always remind us before the game, like, how if we don't concede, we give our team a chance. So that's, like, kind of our, our motto this season about if. We don't let any go in. Then we give ourselves a chance of winning. So that's what we've been doing this year. true. So,
0: yeah, uh, I mean the the way you guys have been been operating back there, it as as Ryan and Ben have been saying, it's so cohesive and just, but. It, it honestly seems like you guys are communicating significantly more to the midfield because the midfield is where we have a lot of the guys who are new to the team. So the fact that you, you Dalton, it, it just seems like you're, you're giving more, uh, more direction there to the, and granted some of those guys are fairly veteran that are coming in, but uh, don't necessarily know the team as well as you, as you do. Uh, and just giving, giving a
2: lot of start to a lot of great plays that are going on. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, coming in last year, I wasn't someone who, like, stalks a lot. I like to watch and just anticipate all play, but... Like, I learned a lot from Jay because he's big on communicating. And during the season, we had, like, meetings on what we have to improve on. And the biggest thing for me was how to, like, talk, lead from the back end. Even Dalton... Didn't talk a lot like because he's not like someone who speaks a lot. So, but I think all of us have stepped up our communication game and like saying, coaching the midfield and living with JP now makes it a lot easier because we talk about like the games, the practices, and everything. Yeah, living with JP is way easier because we kind of talk about everything. And yeah, just basically, he knows what, what I want him to do if I say something. So yeah, it all helps being roommates, and like you said, communication has definitely jumped up from last year to this year. So, credit on us and Dalton and all the guys at the block for like talking a lot this year.
0: Yeah, it's, you, you know, know behind you and, and telling you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one thing
4: that I've been um, particularly impressed with the team this year is the ability to um start the attack um from the back line and you know i'm not specifically talking i'm not talking about you know Rashid's incredible uh drop kick to leading to her goal in the new england game but that's coming up which yeah is coming up up. but um your guys's ability to start the attack from the back line i feel like has improved significantly have you guys worked on that um what what, what's kind of do you would you agree with that what's what's your thought process behind that
2: Yeah, I think um, you guys are going to see that a lot this year because we feel like uh, most of the teams think we just, like Ben said earlier, we just want to sit back and like maybe feed off people's mistakes and then counter. But I think we've got a lot going on that people have been seeing here. So I think we've got people who can play out from the back, but sometimes because of how small I feel this, the risk and the reward is not worth it. So... You see that a lot when we go to the bigger fields like you saw already in miami and um Greenville. some of the build-ups are nice so you want to see us play a lot from the back this year um, on the bigger fields maybe not too much at one apart because of the size of the field but yeah that's something we've got in our locker there like not so many te- teams or coaches in the league no so i think they're going to be seeing that a lot when we go to like the bigger fields yeah but yeah. we certainly have the, in us at the bar.
4: and that leads me to a follow-up question that you bring that up um uh, we asked Greg Hurst this question when we had him on uh what it's like playing you know on this very small pitch in Warner um and how that affects the attack but in the reverse uh what what how does your defensive style change when you're going from small field to uh you know an absolutely massive field like in Miami okay
2: yeah, so for me the biggest thing is like you have to be more concentrated on the smaller field because the game is there is almost no break if if you make a mistake the other team is right in front of goal but on a bigger field you have like time to still recover like or drop so i think the concentration levels on this on the smaller field has to be high because there are basically no breaks because like a ball can turn into a, in the, from defense to attack real quick so Greg can have the ball and the next minute we lose it like the ball is top the power box but on a bigger field that would probably take time so we have less time to maybe lose focus a little bit but on a smaller field i feel like we have to stay on our toes every single minute of the game like the game against tormentor was like 100 miles per hour every single minute so like a smaller field i think the concentration levels has to be higher than like on the bigger fields there are minutes you can take a rest like when you have a long throw in the opponent's half. But on a smaller field, one big kick ends up in your, like, 18-yard ball So you have to be switched on, like, almost every minute of the game. So I feel like that's a difference for me, personally.
3: Did you guys um, – I'm going to go back to these shutouts. Did you guys uh, take some pride in having, you know, in all the minutes, but also the fact that the majority of the time that you guys were keeping – the other team out of the goal was on the road. You know, we have this big road stretch, and we had two straight on the road shutouts and then pretty far into the first half with Greenville before that happened. Um, what were you guys talking about? How were you feeling about that as a, as the games were rolling on here the last few weeks?
2: Yeah, so we just know. I'm not in no respect to all the strikes we had before, but... Looking at our team last season, we know like a team that is going to score like a 5-0 or like a 4-0 uh, on guys. We know like we're fans. Team We're fans have to of like... the
1: team, allow We know. We know.
2: So, <laughs> um, we just said basically if we keep a zero, we have one or two goals in us. Every game, we have a goal that is going to come from somewhere because we have like people who, and the addition on Greg and Colin makes it easy. And we, all, we already have like unbelievable players like Evan and Ethan from last season. So we know like these guys are people who can get us goals any moment in time. And now we have people like Nick, Connor, Greg. So we have Elmer who can sneak in a goal or two sometimes. So we just know we have a goal somewhere. All our, we have to do is try to keep the opponent from scoring. And for me, I was still in the last game. Um, this year I was saying like all the strikers that scored against us I'm trying as much as possible not to let them score this season so that's the biggest motivation for me this year so maybe I've I've already told maybe this is the first time if some of the strikers in our league are listening and they scored already last year I think maybe they will train hard to score on us but that was the biggest thing for me coming in this year like all the strikers or the, the dangerous attackers of the other team it's my job to try to stop them this year. So, and I I told Dalton and the other guys, so, and they were on board with us. So, I feel like we have small goals we set for ourselves this season. That's making us do well so far at the back.
3: Yeah, I love that. A... It's not just, just like ahead, an, right? uh, i was just say, I love that it's not just like one big goal of like, we want to have X amount of shutouts or whatever. I love that it's like, Let's, let's look. at little things. Okay, we know these guys are still in the league that scored on us, so we're going to make sure they don't score on us this season. I, I think that's awesome because those. those so, little I mean,
0: things you just get Jay to sign them, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I love, love making goals that way. I have a friend who, uh, his goal, his his goal was to be able to dunk a basketball again. Like, you know, I mean, you know, he needs to like work on his diet, his fitness. Like, it's. It's a practical goal that that really gets you to where you need to be and, like, makes you think about, all right, what do I need to do to really stop these people? Do you have a specific plan for Shaq Adams?
2: I don't have a specific plan, but we just want to do what we're doing, like, playing hard as a unit. And we also have Shido at the back. When we need him, he always comes big for us. So all the guys make our job easier. From up to front, the strikers working as much as possible to prevent the ball from coming in at fair place because we have unbelievable guys up front who are willing to work hard, like to press the ball hard. And obviously, we have JP and Devin, Amir, all these guys with lots of energy in the midfield. So it's just a collective effort. But it's just at the back, we pride ourselves in um, trying as much as possible to stop all those guys. Yeah, but we know Shaka Adam is fast. So when we're about to play Tucson. We'll probably work on dying training to see how we could stop not only him, but all the strikers they have on their team.
0: And we have to play Shaq, Adams, and Tucson four times this season, and we've yet to do that once. Stop trying to t- give the away uh, on mm-hmm. how he's going to stop Shaq, Adams. You yeah, know okay, Shaq, okay. Adams not... is an avid listener of this pod.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A friend of the pod. <laughs> Can we send him you the know, at this, rate, at this rate, guys, Shaq, Adams will be on our team next year. So... I mean, um, he's,
0: he's young enough.
3: I wouldn't
1: be I would welcome him with open arms. Um, we already signed. Uh, we already signed my other favorite non-union Omaha player in the league. So. Uh,
0: all right. So. It's time uh, to talk we about got, it, isn't it? We we got to bring this up. <laughs> you you're no longer roommates with Rashid, and then he gets an assist. <laughs> uh, so are you are you holding uh, are you holding JP back? Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, JP's already had an assist on Dami's going uh, for Florida. So exactly, uh, uh, and then he's put, he's giving some good balls that should have been assist already. So no, uh, but that that lead up um,
0: and, on the field with Rashid Rashid getting that assist. How? How was that, like, going through your mind of uh, when, when that was going on?
2: So, I didn't even realize that until Greg scored that ball, <laughs> so, so, I had to process it for a second. So, when I ran to Greg, I celebrated with Greg for, like, only five seconds. I ran back to Shilo because I'm like, oh, you actually gave him that ball. I didn't even know that. But that was incredible. That guy is just too good. He, ha- he has everything. I think he's one of the best goalies I've ever played with. Like, he has everything. He's good with his feet. He could play short. He could kick it long if you want him to. He's just, we are lucky to have him on our team. And if we need him to make a big-time save, he doesn't. It's like those leaders who don't, like, have to speak. Like, they lead with their actions and their performances. So he's one of those leaders on our team that helps us a lot.
4: Yeah, and, you know, so a lot of the time I'm standing there on the berm watching him on a goal kick or a long drop kick with just my jaw to the floor because the ball just seems to go forever. I mean, it's it's crazy what he can do with the ball out, out of the goal.
3: Yeah,
2: he has an unbelievable technique. Whether the ball is on the ground on goal kick or he's just like kicking a side volley, we see all of that in training. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised, but to actually do that in a game, to get a winning goal of that, yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Did uh did you sing the song after Greg scored when you were in New England? Yeah,
2: yeah, every time, every time. I think, he's, <laughs> I, think I think I think Greg is tired of me singing the, those songs him. every time. I think if he sees me in the Oliveira, he starts smiling. He he knows I'm going to start singing. <laughs> yeah, no, he that's he, awesome.
4: he told us when he was on the podcast that just about every day in training, every time you 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 sing that to him, that he is on fire. Yeah. Well, we time.
1: we strongly support you continuing to
2: sing yeah absolutely
1: it seems there to be working
2: one, yeah the Tomenta ago the tormenta game after the game I was trying to get the fans to sing it but I guess that you guys went too loud about like me so you didn't hear what I was trying to say But no oh, Ryan, we,
3: Ryan and I, I heard, heard you, you. yeah, yeah we, we heard you and we told them to start singing it
2: yeah
0: no
4: it, it's okay well after the game I went up to him and started singing to him so <laughs>
0: Yeah, yes, fire. he very awkwardly did. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get you a sign uh, with just a, a picture of Greg Hurst and a flame that you can hold up on, on the field. So that way yeah, uh, you can. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll just leave that by the goal. So you can uh, you can just go grab that and tell us when to After start singing. You, yeah, thank
2: yeah, you. Yeah. When you see me pointing that to you guys, then I know you guys know I need that song. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. we'll we, we make it happen. I
1: got a kind of serious question, actually. Um, it's it's a little jokey, but but I'm like I, I'm very curious. So I think Greg could have easily passed to Evan, who was wide. Well, maybe not easily, but it seemed at the time like Greg could have passed to Evan, who was wide open. If Greg misses that, is that a problem in the locker room? You know, is that a kind of thing where you know Greg has to explain himself to the rest of the team why he didn't pass? Um, Like, how do you guys – or do you guys just trust, you know, the guys up top to make game-winning decisions like that?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I can't talk for forwards, but I'm a guy that likes to pass, even if I'm in front of goal. I just like the assist more. But, like, for forwards, I told J.P. he's like, oh, J.P., we talked about it, J.P. said uh, how Elvin was wide open. I'm like, no. If a striker sees somebody wide open and he decides to go for the shot, 90% out of 100, they score. That's why they have the confidence. Now I'm taking this. That's why. But I think those two, they they like each other a lot. They've got a good chemistry going on. So I think if he misses, Evan will just. I don't think there will be a problem with that. He's just forwards. They know like he he didn't want to miss that, you know. And it's not like Evan was like clear on goal. No, I I think yeah.
1: In hindsight, you know. Yeah, Ryan and I talked about this a lot, and I went back and watched it a bunch of times at Ryan's. Uh, ins- not, Ryan didn't tell me to do that, but Ryan's insistence that he was right and I was wrong, and I, <laughs> I think it would have been—I think it would have been an extremely difficult pass to make. And Evan would have still had a fair yeah. amount of work to do to finish. And yeah. you know, we live in the reality in which score, it went in, yeah. so it doesn't really matter.
3: <laughs> well, and and Greg told us—I mean, on on the on the podcast when he was on after his goal against Tormena, like, you know, he said he could hear somebody calling for the ball um, when he, yeah. sh- when he scored on that one too. And he said, but strikers are supposed to be selfish. And it was, in yeah. a sense you want, you know, I'd rather that he, he has the confidence to take the shot because you know, when you watch even like big European leagues and guys pass the ball off, a lot of times you hear the, Oh, he must not be confident right now or whatever. So to know that Greg's that confident this early in the season makes me feel really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, and my guess, you know, I know enough about I know Jay sort of well enough that my guess is Jay wants him to take that shot. Is that, you know, Greg Hurst is here mm-hmm. to score goals not to make passes, right? Like, yeah. that's his primary job and he should
2: do his job. No, I want no. him to take the shots too. If he's me, then <laughs> pass <it>. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, really, Greg Hurst is here to give us an excuse to sing the song. And if he's not scoring goals, we can't sing the song. Yeah, fair yeah, enough.
1: Fair enough. It's it, it's it's a it's a difference, maybe without a distinction, but it is a critical difference.
0: Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, talking to Jay last year, the uh, the thing he was working on, especially during that um, mid season slump, was and oh, while well, being on the team last year, you can confirm this if you if it's actually true, is making the guys watch goal celebration videos. Um, you no, know, just how how we imagining that next step of like I'm going to score the goal. How what am I thinking of after that? And that that gave us the the cabbage patch from uh, from Conway for for a goal. But it, it really just putting putting that sort of I'm going to score the goals mentality in, into people who who weren't weren't stepping up to those opportunities where they had the
2: chances. To uh, be fair, to be fair, I think we watched. Some funny ghost celebrations. I
3: don't
2: know. I just don't know if it was during the slam or another time. But we watched it. we watch like some funny ghost celebrations during the season. That's that's true. But you I don't... don't think, I don't think it's during the slam. But yeah, because <laughs> during the slam, you and you and I know, Jay, he was too serious to play those videos. But but we still watch, we still watch those videos during the season.
4: You know, one celebration I'm still waiting on, especially as COVID restrictions start to lift a little bit, is the Lambo leap up onto the berm.
3: Oh God.
0: That's a jelly. You know, I, I, I don't I don't want that. Someone's gonna get hurt. And it's That's gonna be fire yeah. and I, I don't want we're we we do not have enough people on the bench for injuries.
1: Yeah. Let's not let's just not talk about the bench. I'm not ready to talk about the bench. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh Ben, uh, do you, you want to go through some of some of the data that you pulled while while digging for your for your data dump? Hashtag yeah, data dump. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think uh, we had eighteen chances according to Fotmob in that game. Um, it was our most, uh, I guess, not our most successful crossing accuracy, but we had twenty-seven crosses at twenty-five percent accuracy. First time all season that Jay used all five of his subs, which you know, of course, I was excited about. Um, <laughs> And I think, uh, I think it was the highest XG we've had in a game, um, which I'll confirm in one second. It was not. It, our XG was actually pretty low in that game. But, um, you know, I think overall, um, I, I thought we played pretty well and was glad that we got a goal.
0: Botmob did also feature that goal.
1: I mean, Richard. how can you not? Like, you know, I, I mean... Nick's goal, Nick Firmino's goal was great, but like I'm really shocked that that goal as a thing wasn't on SportsCenter. Center. That's I mean
3: well,
0: yeah, really Anytime does, you get a keeper uh, assist. She,
1: she it, don't it, it wasn't
0: it wasn't the goal that that made it on Foot Mob. It was the assist and Sports is all about the finish. It,
2: yeah, like, no, uh, yeah. I think I think Nick's goal made the Sports Center. It, it did. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it, it definitely did. This but but we'll, well get to that in a second
0: because we we got a lot of things to talk about before we we get to the happy parts.
2: <laughs> the finish
1: scene. But, the finish scene only in the stadium.
0: Well, let's. All right. Um, I and I believe. Anything else uh,
1: from New England? Oh, I got one more question. What's it like playing in like a giant NFL stadium with no one in it?
2: For the second time. Oh, for me. I don't care. It doesn't really matter to me. I just want to play and win. We just went there to play and win. So I wasn't too worried about the with fans or without fans and all that. I was just there. I wanted us to win that game. So we would get confidence going to the Greenville game, which we did. So I wasn't too worried about Gillette Stadium or um, we had fans or if we didn't have fans. I just was too focused on the game. try to get a point. Three points, most importantly. So we'll, we are, like, we to set us up for the game on Sunday, which was against Greenville. So I didn't... Oh, look at that transition.
1: It. Look at that transition. Natural podcast host right here.
2: Segway.
1: <laughs> well, speaking oh, uh, of the Greenville game...
0: Uh, El Pettico. Luke, how's
1: your tripping? How's bat? your tripping?
0: To... <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Sorry, start your intro over again, Luke.
0: Uh, let, let's talk about El Pedico slash Battle for the Belt uh, slash the game against Greenville. Who? How's your trip, Luke? Uh, my, my trip and was Riley. great.
4: Oh, yeah, and Riley.
0: <laughs> Riley yeah, Riley's oh, yeah. probably a little bit more fun than mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why would mine have been more fun? Just that Me, little dude. bit less responsibility, Riley.
4: Oh, well, I, y'all are weird, okay? <laughs>
3: You're getting, you're getting weirdly awkward about this, Riley. I don't know. You keep All saying right, my right, name, right. <laughs> Riley.
0: I guess we'll move on, Riley. Okay, Riley. All right, we don't Super need to say my Riley. name that much. <laughs> the, the fun part is he can edit that out, but he won't because he's lazy.
3: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Coming from the guy who doesn't listen to his own podcast, but
3: that's for another time. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> she- 75% of us
0: listen to the podcast after it's down. So, <laughs> uh, so the match kind of looked like we were tired. Like Although, I have
3: to say, I know, like on our outline, but we started off with, with Sosa. I'm pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure, I think Ben said it, he put Don Smart into witness protection, um, <laughs> Because we started off, he started off hot in the first, what, 20 minutes or so. Faraday
1: um, was so impressive, I learned how to make GIFs from clips price captured on my computer screen, so we could, for the first time ever in data dump, feature visuals. <laughs> uh,
0: he was I, filthy. I, I will say there were lots of, that was not a smart move, Don, uh, heckles <laughs> coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he's never gotten those before, but, you know, that, that felt natural as much as he was getting burned.
1: Um, I think torch is the words you're looking
0: for. Maybe incinerated?
1: Well,
0: well, you know, the man on fire wasn't the one doing it. Uh, it, was it was the that's captain. It was the captain who's officially 30 years old, I believe, uh, and just just toasting... Um, Don smart like you no know, marshmallows. It was a show. Uh, it was a show. It was fantastic. But I I think there were a lot of a lot of bright spots in like the first twenty minutes. Um, it, before you could definitely tell there were heavy legs, um, at least from watch and rewatch. And well, you got megged. For <laughs> oh, the goal, yes, and that went right between your legs. Like, did I, I you complain
1: trying. that Rashid was a little bit out of position, or that Amir turned <laughs> the ball over? Did you complain to those guys?
2: No,
0: <laughs> I Smart just me. feel
2: like after a goal, I just don't want to speak to anybody. If you know you made <laughs> a mistake, this is not the time to remind you of that. It's just time to lift each other up to go again. So that. it's no time you, to complain. So
0: you you were on the other end of the field, so I had like I didn't see what happened until till watching later that night. But it looked like you were doing the splits, and you just I, I mean I understand doing the splits is, is is difficult, but oh that that just that it was rough that that was a rough one cuz you were about a millisecond off on that timing and it was just past Rasheed, the tip of yeah. Rasheed's, and it was not a pretty goal yeah. it, it, just... it was
1: i i mean the crazy thing i felt and i i included this in data dump as well is like it definitely was the kind of thing where like it, it took three of our players all making a pretty small mistake for them to mm-hmm. score and oh like,
4: i mean two mistakes i'll be 100 percent honest here you guys are you guys are going a little hard on the uh the nutmeg por- portion of this that that was a full effort full stretch fantastic you 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 were in position you guys need to lay off a little bit here okay
1: you can make I've yourself again like 15 20 times this year at the last minute they will all just dive in and scythe the ball away from some guys, like take it right out from underneath the best strikers in the league. And cool. so, you know, I, I mean, I think, you know, so maybe we're just a little surprised. Y- so you no, know, after,
0: no, after you, <laughs> uh, it was pretty close to just a straight save, like you were goalkeeping last season against uh, Greenville. You know, it, it's surprising to see. Uh <laughs> But that, that, was, that was just not, not a pretty goal for an otherwise stellar performance uh, out of the but back line but for this great, game. you're
1: a great sport for coming on to our podcast to get abused about it. So thank <laughs> yeah, you. It,
0: you. You knew it was coming. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Lyle. You, you knew it.
2: Yeah. But I think you're going lucky with that goal, too. He did. He
0: did. He did. There was, like, just re-watching the angle and, and everything about that goal. That, that was, like less than a millisecond from either you or or Rashid getting just enough on it to nudge it out of the way. And
1: and you know that, what? I'm going to I'm going to be comfortable if you make, you know, one mistake like that every 20 games. It's going to be okay.
0: No pressure. You got it out early. <laughs> uh.
4: Look, I'd also just like to add really quick how much is it a nutmeg if they're not necessarily using skill to do it rather
1: than just taking a shot? Riley. I didn't know that was part I, of someone, the definition. Yeah, as I think someone, goes through your legs. It's a nutmeg.
0: Yeah, uh, as someone who's been in goal a lot and had balls go through your legs a lot, uh, and considering who you play against, yeah, skill has nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah. it. It's just getting between your legs.
3: Definition says the aim is to kick, roll, dribble, throw, or push a ball between an opponent's legs. So there's a nothing push, in there saying... Push a ball. Because <laughs> oh, they're saying you can do it in any sport.
0: Yeah. Okay.
4: I'll I'll lay off. Alal, I I I think that you played it as absolutely well as you could have in that situation. I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Yeah. Well, how about this? Oh. I would, there's nobody else Thank I'd rather you. have in that situation.
2: I think oh. I did well. You just got lucky. <laughs> I, I, I do I,
1: like that. I do like that assessment of the situation. I did yeah. well to recover.
0: Yeah, you did. Cuz you, you got lucky the The defense did not get any less aggressive uh, after that goal. Yep. If anything, that was kind of the shock to, shock back to reality. Uh, as far as watching the game, you no, know, it seemed everybody came out of that. Of we, that was a stupid one. We can't let this happen again. And uh, you know. Th- that that one very very lucky goal being the the biggest mistake that that happened throughout the entire game was huge especially against a team like Greenville
1: well and and a team with a ton of rest a team at home uh you know our guys have been on the road for over a week uh and and they were relentless you, you know that was their first good chance but they had like they had five or six other significantly measurable chances mm-hmm. in that game and we kept them all out. I mean, I, I think on the balance, it's really, it's hard to argue with the result, you know, a win would have been great. Um, but I think a draw is a great result um, yeah. for the league.
3: We, we also, we were giving you a hard time about it, but on the flip side, you guys had gone 300 plus minutes without giving up a goal. So at, at some point, especially against, yeah, and, you know, one of the best teams in the league. You're it's it's not that bad of a of a thing to give up when you're playing the last year's champion, quote unquote. Um, and and you know, you're on their field. I mean, right? <laughs> I mean, didn't I emphasize mean, the asterisks enough. The, no, no, I can't, no, 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 I don't no, know no, how to, asterisk
1: to describe Hashtag. it. No, no, no. You got to just refer to them as the regular season champions.
3: Okay, I can see that
0: they were definitely that. They only played us once, so they were the regular season champions.
1: Exactly, exactly, right. Like that's the pettiest way you can say it.
3: But I mean, you know, I mean, for us to go and then I, I said to Ben on our uh, Instagram live after the I, so we out Greenville, Greenville after that because you know, Greenville last year was that like they would give up a goal and they could turn it on out of nowhere and go get a goal, and it seemed like that was the thing that motivated our guys to then go get that goal and try and, you know, and get the point or, you know, hopefully even get a win. Obviously, we ended up at the point, so.
4: Yeah, well, absolutely. Wow. And, you know, one thing that I think from the game that uh, can be highlighted pretty as as a key moment is Rashid's uh, save after, um, I think it was Dalton's pass out of the back that got intercepted.
0: Mm, that, mm, pass. Pass was a very questionable choice of words there. That, Keep being kind. I, I I'm love Dalton. Uh he was tired. That that was straight to the feet of was that that Lachlan uh, who yeah. went straight yeah, to the Yeah, yeah it was one, of, one of the most dangerous men in the league. And I'm just Not
1: good enough for a union, but whatever. <laughs>
0: Hey, I mean, he he came to an open tieouts and we we're like, yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> uh, but
1: go get him, sport.
0: So sit in the stands there, and that ball goes in, or gets shot uh, on target, and I'm like, there's no, absolutely no way Rashid's making that, and sure as shit, he saves it, like. Seemingly impossible save, and his yeah, hands just that. Like that, uh, I, I think it's still at a hundred percent of at time of recording uh, for a goal of the week. Meaning,
1: when, no one has when voted, I voted today, it a, When I voted today, it was when I voted today, it was ninety three to zero to seven.
0: And was the other one a Madison thing? Uh, yeah, I think
1: so. I'm yeah,
0: checking exactly now. Who else?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, they a, they I,
0: got their Russian bots out. Let's
1: let's talk about the tired legs thing, because I'm, you know, uh, Ilal, you're a high level athlete. You, talk to us about how the like what what goes into a game like that being, you know, like being tired on the body.
2: Um. So, for me, playing every game. I can't tell if I am I have heavy legs or not. Unless the coach or other people outside see that on me. But during the game, like you can't tell if you're... Maybe for some people it's different, but for me, I don't know if like... I don't feel like I have heavy legs. If I'm playing bad, I'm playing bad. If I'm playing good, I'm playing good. It's not because of heavy legs or something. Maybe the coach knows me well or someone watching me will see Oh, I'm moving a little bit slower or something. But right in the moment for me, I don't see if I'm, I have heavy legs or not. But Looking at yesterday, we, we started slow. I don't think it was heavy legs, because I think heavy legs will affect us when the game is about to end. Like, after 60 minutes, you should see that we're tired. But that was, like, first 20 minutes, and that, like, our heavy legs shouldn't affect us in the first 20 minutes. If the game is, like, 60 minutes, then you'll be like, oh, now we're tired. Now the heavy legs are catching up. But after 60 minutes or after 50, the second half, we came out flying, so... I don't know. It's hard to say if we were, we had heavy legs or we're tired, but definitely being on the road affected us a little bit. It I think like... too
3: those first 15, 20 minutes of wall remind me of like a championship boxing match. Like it's it's two two teams that were kind of sizing each other up again and trying to figure out yeah where you were you know and so you know Sosa being able to to go up the up the side and and push forward from the back like he was until they made the switch after 20 minutes and put Smart on the other side. It was kind of one of those things that, you know, Arcs and and Mims were kind of, they were going back and forth and playing a little bit of chess to figure out where everybody was. And that's that's what it reminded
2: me of. Yeah, I think definitely the first uh, 50 minutes, we're trying to figure out each other out. And uh, we're just playing too safe, both teams, you know. Um, just trying to figure out like each other, like you know. So waiting for another team's mistake, playing it safe. But when the game settled on after, after the goal, you could see like the game opened up for both of us, and we came back in the second half flying. So I don't know if we had heavy legs or we just started a little bit slower. But like I said, if I'm playing, I don't. I can't tell unless maybe I watch it again, like you guys did, and then by watching it again. I could definitely tell we started a little bit slow, but second half we came off fine. So if we had heavy legs, I think after 60 minutes, like we should, st- we should be slow. Not mm-hmm. in the first 15. So it's hard to tell for me. But I know, I know for a fact if we came, if we didn't play a game midweek, we would be like fresher to go than if we played the game midweek. So maybe that's I, a point too.
0: If you'd played a game midweek and the refing had been a little bit different. That would have been a very different score. But Not
3: yet. We'll, we'll, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. We'll get to the <laughs> refing. <laughs> I think too. You know, Ben and I talked about this um, during the Greenville match. But how much the second half looked different too when when Nick came in.
1: Oh, I was just um, about to ask you all what 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 Nick brings to the team and if you thought that was what contributed to the second half
2: difference. Um. So Nick brings something different to our team because we have a lot of players who just, like, I'll say direct. We have a lot of more more direct players on our team. But Nick is dynamic. Yeah, like, he's got a lot of tricks. He likes to get on the ball and keep possession of the ball. So, it's not like someone always want to just get the ball, pull his head down and attack you right away. He likes to hold the ball, get, yeah. like, connect his team from midfield to attack. So, he just gives us something different than just like attacking straight from the counter. He's someone that will like connect the midfield to the striker. So I think he brings something different. He's definitely dynamic, and when he comes on, it's another like it's a different question like uh, the other team has to answer. So yeah, he brings he definitely has something different. But most mostly I'll say he's dynamic. You know, he could he could go 100 miles per hour. He could slow the game. So. Yeah, I think he's an important piece of our squad this year. No, he, he that Brazilian
0: footwork he brings out is just amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, no, it's not quite Anthony, but it, it's it's damn good. <sighs> uh, it,
3: he, oh man, Luke, we have not talked enough about IX yet, so we got to do
0: that too. We, we we can get there. We can get there.
1: <laughs>
3: Ryan, Ryan, was that the
1: question that you wanted?
0: That what? Yeah.
1: Oh, about Nick.
3: Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's exactly where I was going with that. Was yeah, it was just the I mean, it was noticeable for us watching, so it's just interesting to know, you know, is it is it just that we as fans were like, okay, that first half seemed a little you know, a little off for what we've been looking like, and then a guy like Firmino comes in and it looks like the entire midfield changed. Um but you know, I think everything Alal was saying is stuff that we've all talked about. You know, that we see in and Firmino. Um, you know, I think Ben, you said you'll. I'm sure you remember all your data. I read it, but you know, I mean, he has a high percentage of passes completed, a uh, number of passes, especially for the time that oh, he's on yeah, the field.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's something like a pass every two minutes, and everybody else is like a pass every three or four. Just, just quick aside: Is anybody still watching the uh, state championship game? Because an Omaha scut kid just dove and got a red card for a Lexington player. But anyway,
0: uh, no, not, not, not watching. But
1: well, it's super uh, shady and well orchestrated from them. Like it's a high kick from the player, but it hit him in the arm. and He went down grabbing his head, and all his teammates ran over and started rubbing his head. And the red card sent the uh, the ref sent the kid off. And they just showed like six replays. He didn't even. Like come within a foot
0: of the guy's face. Anyway, Hey, I mean, you got to learn embellishment at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
0: no VAR in high school.
1: Yeah, apparently not.
0: Uh, but Nick is the youngest player that we've had. Because um, I think uh, Malone, Blake is... Balake a, Malone? B- yeah, Balacay Malone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, is a little bit older. Um, but, I mean, Firmino's had two years uh, signed to a revs one contract first year with Loudon. Uh, correct. Was it Loudon or was it Hartford? He
1: did a year, he, Hartford. He did the year with Hartford.
0: Hartford, um, yeah. Hartford and, and then, then uh, revs two last year when they launched that, that side, um, n- most famously scoring a goal against Union Omaha here for you're to, to beat 97th us.
1: Seventh minute or whatever.
0: Yeah. I don't know just, what you're
1: talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, it was a pretty goal. I, I will say that. Like he it, he doesn't well, score a bad goal. Uh
3: well and he we only he helped us continue our streak of only scoring bangers against Greenville. So it worked out. Um, I mean and as you as but
0: I, I was hoping Greenville's goal would have been a banger because then it would just continue to be the bangers only match, but no, they're they're just they're inconsistent with their bangers
3: well uh, as you all as you all pointed out also made it was top uh, number seven on the sports center top 10 um hashtag don't sue us ESPN. um but you know to
0: sponsor us ESPN?
3: that'd be even better um but you know to to hit uh hit the number seven in the the top 10 I don't know what else was going on that day well,
1: especially, I don't watch especially... sports center anymore especially for a goal that no one could actually see go in the goal from TV.
0: Well, talking and, to uh, members of the Riot who it was scored right in front of them, uh, they are just absolutely in awe of what happened there. You know, it, they, these are guys who obviously didn't want, guys and gals who didn't want it to be scored, but just mm-hmm. full respect for that, like,
4: and it was no, also no like, argument
0: of no argument of offsides, not, nothing there on it. Just that was what a, a beautiful goal. What it a was,
1: beautiful, simple assist from Connor Doyle.
0: I, I mean, that's that experience talking right there.
4: And it was also one of those things where, like, where we were sitting, which was opposite the opposite side of the field. We couldn't even tell it went in until the ball started rolling up the back of the net when it hit the corner. Like it, it,
3: but, it... yeah. We had we had the same reaction really at Rathskeller. Like Ben and I kind of looked at each other. It was a everybody kind of had a delayed reaction to the goal, and then and then we all cheered because we realized it went in. But I I looked at Ben afterwards and I said I I thought that um I thought it got saved. I thought it got pushed out.
4: Right, and you know I I think. The, one of my favorite things from that video is after Nick strikes it, he just stands there perfectly still watching it. He's he's just standing there. It, I think it wasn't, even for him, it wasn't until the ball started rolling up the back of the net that he then turned around and started running towards the sideline.
0: You, you know, scoring on uh, Dallas J, famous Guam International, uh, is, is a highlight of USL League One. So understandable that you think it may not have gone in but what it does it's celebration celebration needs some work it should have been bigger right in front of their fans
1: right in front of their
0: fans extra big no but uh, Uh,
1: what was your what was your view of the goal
2: my view just like Nick I was right behind him so I was just waiting I knew that was a good strike but I was just waiting for the ball to hit the back of your net too but well, was a goal, was so, goal. so you, you knew it was going in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm so you glad you did. I knew that was going in. Well
0: you you kept it or kept Green Bay or Greenville at bay. Not Green Bay. That'd be really cool if the Voyagers to joined the league, but still. <laughs> uh, keeping Greenville at bay for the rest of the game, um no what was the attempt after Nick's goal just to to keep a draw or um, and, and just kind of do as Greenville does play bunker ball um you know where we just focus on focus on the defense and, and lay a little bit off the offense or or were we still very much fighting for for a second goal and a win
2: I think uh Nick's goal came in the fifty something minute so the next 20 minutes, we're playing to try to get another goal. But I think when the game went after 82nd minute, we're just like, yeah, let's just see this out. If we get a goal, unbelievable. But if we get a tie, we also take it. I think after like 82nd minute, we settled for, like, we're just playing for a point or three. If we get the three points, we'll take it. But if we get like um, one, it's not a bad thing to do on the road against those guys. So, But, after next goal, like the next uh, twenty minutes, we are we're trying to win the game, go for another goal. But after a second minute, I think you could see from the whole team we're just playing for, it. Uh, I'll shit. If I want to be honest yeah. There,
1: there was a noticeable shift at some point. I wouldn't have, I, I couldn't have told you when, but there, it was clear at some point that all of a sudden, like we were wasting a little bit of time, like. We were just right. doing things a little differently. And, I mean, I, you know, again, as I think Ryan and I were sitting next to each other and we were both like, we're okay with this.
2: Yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think it's after the 82nd minute, somewhere around there, we like, you could see our body line. we like, yeah. No, we, we can't go we try to win it and then we get exposed. So, we just play for a draw. And we, when we get a goal, unbelievable. But if we don't, we take a point. Okay, we going to give Luke his uh,
0: 90 seconds here? Or do I get 180? Well, 90 for each game.
1: Okay. Well, yes. Well, let's, yeah. let's, we, we have p- to give a lot plausible deniability.
3: Yeah, we, we let, we'll all know that this is the time where uh, we just let Luke go off about the refs. And anybody from the team that has joined us, uh, we don't expect you to say anything because we don't want anybody to get fined or in trouble. So,
0: yeah, um, New England? For the most part, the the roughing was okay, except for that just like mugging of Evan Conway in the box, just like straight mugging. Um, the the attack on Elma that left him crawling, not great, not great.
1: It's an NFL stadium, I guess you know, NFL body blows are allowed.
0: Yeah, I mean it was kind of kind of rough, um, but again. I, I'm not sure the ref had the best angle on either one of those. Hard to see exactly what was happening. I, I, I'll, I'll give benefit of the doubt there. Mm, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten for USL one reffing. Um, Greenville was trash. Uh, Riley, I believe, was questioning whether or not there was going to be a single call against Greenville the entire game. Um, even though they'd already been given a yellow card and things other uh, than that is not going on. But that that's nothing to say about Riley's state frame of mind. That's just Riley uh, noticing how bad the refing was. Is that correct, Riley?
4: Yeah, I, I would 100% say so. And we rewatched the game right after when we got back to our hotel room, and I think there was only three calls against Greenville in the first half, and one of those being the aforementioned yellow card.
0: Um Tyler Polak definitely had a a number of questionable um, challenges that did not get carded. I think think Tyler kind of has a chip on his shoulder about you. Well, he wouldn't answer my question whether he liked corn on the cob or creamed corn. most atrocious thing that happened in that game that made me really... Doubt the quality of the ref. Um, was it, I think it was when Austin was trying to come on. It was a Greenville sub and um, Austin there at the touchline to to sub in. And Greenville sub goes on as the fourth official's flipping the board to try and get Austin's number on. The, the center um, official starts trying to play, and the fourth official just starts cussing him out. To like no there's another player here and you waved on subs (laughs) like that that to me is just this this guy's got no control of the game cards started coming out late because he knew he had no control of the game didn't seem like anything was getting better Uh, and if some of those uh, challenges had been ruled as fouls in specific areas we'd have had great set pieces in very dangerous areas but Greenville can't win her game cleanly, um, and no, that that's that.
3: That was three minutes
0: and twenty seconds. Okay, right. whatever. Um, Pretty really, good. I mean,
3: that's not bad. Yeah. You know what? You know what? That's that's one
1: hundred and eighty seconds plus a little bit of stoppage time.
3: That's right. <laughs> and you used uh, you used more of your time from the New England one to help cover Greenville, so it kind of made
0: up for it. Hey, I do I do what I can. Uh.
4: I'd just like to add quickly that those yellow cards that were given out late in the game were incredibly cheap compared to some of the challenges that weren't even called as fouls uh, earlier in the game.
0: Yeah, I think we should turn I- this into Riley's ref rant. I mean, that's at least alliteration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we want to ask all a few questions before we go?
0: I, I think we have to. Uh, I mean, he's been a good supporter coming on. we roasted he's him a suffered little bit. suffering through all of this. <laughs> oh, uh, you're going to go first, Ben? Yeah, Ben's going oh, uh, to lead us off.
1: Oh, boy. Am I, though? Yes. No, I'm just going to stall for time. All right, here we go. Oh, two-part question, much easier than my previous two-part question. Where did you go, and what did you work on in the off season? Me? Oh, yeah.
2: So because I went
1: absolutely nowhere and did not better myself,
2: so I couldn't go to Ghana because of visa and COVID restrictions, obviously. Um, so I stayed in West Virginia, precisely Marshall. In like, and the facilities a little bit. And the apartment I lived in. So just yes, mostly running, working out, following like the offseason plan they gave us, trying to stay fit, and then get ready for the season. And then sometimes I train with the boys and martial, so that's
1: oh my gosh, if they don't it. give you they don't give you a championship ring, that's just outrageous.
2: Nah. They didn't win no <laughs> national championship, they did, so but, <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, we but if you do hadn't do been uh, pushing them in training, never would have
0: happened. I, I mean, you got to mm-hmm. stick with that story, Law. You, you have to.
1: <laughs> that uh, was, uh, was going to be my story if you guys had won last year. Was, look, I was part of this season. I deserve a ring. I
0: I have to ask a question because it, it looked like you went down to Georgia and played mm-hmm. on a, a league team with with Kobe and.
2: No, so so had this this Thanksgiving game with with his friends, and he invited me over, but he know I wasn't going to go home, so I just went down there for three days or two days here just for Thanksgiving and we played like a little tournament with the guys in Atlanta. Kobe was actually like he didn't play against us, but he was a like it was two leagues like kind of two tournaments he played the one the other one, but he didn't play for our team. I saw him at the
1: place. Nice. Uh, he's doing well for himself this season. I'm a happy yeah. for him.
2: Me too. Good guy.
1: He is a good guy. Did everybody else just disappear? Am I the only one still on this call?
3: I'm here.
4: No, I'm here and I actually we just got a question from Twitter for you, Alal. Um, how did you like our Asumanu chant down in Greenville for for the, the ones of us that were there?
2: So during, I don't know if during the game I heard it, but I watched the game again, and I'm like, oh, I was laughing. I enjoyed it. That was a good one. I'm yeah. like, oh, finally, I'm getting some love from the fans. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: Alal, I just want you to know you have a massive supporter over here and three, three yeah. other haters in this call. So.
1: Uh,
3: who, wait, who um, has his name
2: on a jersey?
1: Yeah, I know. That, that just doesn't I, even hold up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know Luke is, is my guy.
1: Who, who shares the story he wrote about Ilal when he's asked for job, for right examples at jobs? This guy.
3: Luke? It, we lost Luke for a minute. All right.
1: Uh, what is, what's been the biggest difference, uh, like sort of with the team from year one to year two?
2: For me, I think the biggest thing I always say. We know each other better. We know our strengths and weaknesses. I know. And because of COVID last year, too, we didn't get to hang out a lot with each other. So, but I think this year we know each other more. We know our opponents more. We know how Jay wants to work. So, when we come to practice, we're ready to go. I think we we look more ready than last year. Because most of the guys came in fit. Like, really fit, ready to go, too. So, from the beginning, we had a failure here. This is really going to be the year, so and it shows in our results so far. So, hopefully, we keep it going.
1: I'd be into it, Ryan. You got okay. some questions?
3: Yeah, I actually so you all I reached out to you on Instagram on Eid. Um, and I told you a, sh- a really short story about how my daughter had brought home a book. Um, it was about Ramadan and Eid, and yeah. um. And so one, my daughter actually, uh, at, you know, she's a first grader, but she kind of, we, we were talking about fasting and we were talking about how, you know, how, how that works uh, during Ramadan and stuff. And so I told her about you cause you would read, you know, you'd said that was really cool and stuff. And her first question actually was, so how does, how does that work with, uh, with him playing soccer? So how, how does, How do you balance that with uh, fasting and and, uh, observing, you know, a really holy month, you know, for your religion with also playing at a high level and, you know, training all day?
2: Yeah, I think I I still fasted on all the training sessions. So on all the training days, I I did all the fasting, but I took off during the game days because you don't want to let your team down because you are fasting, you know, so. Sure. I considered the team and I'm like, yeah, during the game days I had to take time off of fasting. And, uh, like but during the game days and everything else I, I, I fasted, so. That's really cool. I, about
1: I think that's a pretty reasonable way to do it.
2: Yeah. And you allowed to, you have like, if your job demands like a lot of physical activity you, you are supposed to like take a day off if you feel like it's going to affect your job. So, I feel like... That sounds like clear,
1: clear authorization to me.
2: Yeah, so if you feel like your job takes a lot of physical demand on you and you need a break, you are allowed to, you are supposed to, and you can't. So, and then you pay it later. So, I have four. I have to pay later. After, I have to get... For more Ramadan days, cause I miss four of them because of the games. So, huh. that's cool. Nice. Yeah,
3: I mean, like, like I told you on Instagram, I, I I learned so much even just reading this children's book with my daughter. And these are things like she goes to library day, and they were books she was picking out, you know, and bringing home. And I'm I'm all for her learning about every different type of religion and culture she can. So. Um When she brought it home and she wanted to read it, I was like, "Absolutely!" And then I saw your post on Eid, and, I was, and that's when the day we were reading it. So I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So just it was kind of it was a crazy coincidence that day.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Uh,
0: I mean, Flip. I'm back, kind of uh, back, remembering um, my high school uh, soccer days. Of you know doing two or three day uh, preseason practices ninety degree weather during Ramadan and a number of my teammates being Muslim just the the devotion there just it, it's unparalleled and I'm impressed with, with all you, you managing that at a professional level um, is just it's absolutely amazing. Um, no extremely proud of you for for holding up to that and and uh, hold it. Holding with uh, with religion through everything, um, especially as as the world's going these days. Uh, you no, know, very, very mm-hmm. inspirational. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Luke. Luke, should you ask
3: him uh, whose uh, favorite uh, IX player is?
0: Well, uh, I, I mean, I feel like we we got it. We got to do a second. We got to do a second pod with with this. But that a
2: really I, I got to ask
0: you about I got to ask you about uh, kudos.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean I you it. played with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like he, him, him making it onto that IX squad, uh, especially before his injury, in in the Champions League, uh, you know, against Liverpool. That, ter- worst worst injury to get in the worst stage to get it at that, but. Training with a guy like that, or training with guys who, who have gone on, on to uh to the first tiers in Europe, um, does that that give you some uh places that you're you're aspiring to get to? Or are you are you want to want to stay in the U.S. Um,
2: for for your professional career? You know, ne- in this like uh, in sports, you never know where it takes you. So I just I just believe, like, wherever I am, I have to take the most of the opportunity and do, like, the best I can. And whatever comes next, I'll take it. So, if I have to go up in America, that's fine. But if I have to go to Europe, too, I can't say no to that. So, I just want to do the best I can whatever I find myself, whether it's League One whatever. So, wherever I've been, I just try to be the best person I could and uh, pay the trust, like, the team or the college, whatever I've been, has given me. So, I just try to do my best wherever I go, and if another opportunity comes, I'll take it and still continue to do my best. But it's always been my dream to go to Europe when I was a, when when I was young. But soccer here isn't bad too, so hopefully we'll see where it goes in the future.
0: Well, well, if you ever end up at Ajax, uh, you know Ryan and I will be watching weekly. So just uh, <laughs> oh, that would even gonna, get me
2: to start. I'm gonna send hey. you guys an Ajax jersey if I make it. Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, I, was I, thinking, I, mean, um, I was thinking the next time I see Kudus, I was going to tell him, hey, I have some big Ajax fans. If you can get yes. this, some jersey, it will be cool. So we'll see how that goes if I see him. Hey, yeah,
0: I, um, we're, we're not here to solicit autographs, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have a jersey a lot closer uh, with, with your name on it. But I, I do at some point need to need to get you signed. So um, okay. I, I think we have one question left. Uh do we have one question left or do, oh, do we have? We a should. Copy?
1: I. I think we just have the one, and I think we should let Elal ask it.
2: Right. What is it?
1: Oh, you know it. You we... started the pod with it.
2: Who gives the? We, who? Have...
1: we do. We do. We do.